Clap right. sink. <laughs> hey. I, I keep on like my brain goes into that whole thing of like, yeah. wait. <laughs> I do really wait to start talking too because like you're not supposed to like really talk before it because mm-hmm. it messes with the clap sync. Yeah. Wow. yeah. My favorite part though, Elena was like a couple podcasts ago mm-hmm. where you literally just put an intense amount of pressure on everyone for the intro for some reason. I, think I don't it has, remember that. I think it was the Valorant Champions episode. I think the reason was because I'm not going to say I was not in a great state to enter the podcast with great uh mental clarity mm-hmm. but you were like god it's gonna be insanely hard like we need to we need to have someone who could really do it all right zoe and then Zoe's just like what it's gonna be insanely hard like wait wait wait, wait. and i just <laughs> i could just feel like through the fucking airwaves there was pressure mounting but don't worry there's no pressure anymore because you know what it's our fucking lesson we you don't know fuck anymore mm-hmm. almost immediately after that having uh, uh cameron on the podcast He's throwing yeah. I'm throwing. I'm schmeeging. I'm schmeeging. I'm schmeeging. Oh, there's a good reference. I'm schmeeging. Right before we went live, we just described every possible thing that could go wrong to Cameron. That's right. And and he was like, reassuring. Yeah. Yeah. It was not at all. And he was like, I'm really uncomfortable right now. And we were like, all right, we're going live. I think I think Cameron did like he would be one to like freak out too. It's really funny because like we basically just like set him up for that. And then at the same time though, I do think that episode went really well and afterwards it was just like, see, it's all good. And he was kinda like, Oh yeah. You just like talk or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that episode that was really fun to record. Yeah, and it turns out like if you choke, you just make jokes about it. And in fact it's even better if you choke and someone else makes jokes about it. Yeah, mostly it's your friends make fun of you. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of make fun of you guys, um, Oh, I have no transition. Let's <laughs> nothing. Okay, so let's get back into this. So yeah, we had right. our short list, mm-hmm. which has six games on it, okay. of which we must select five mm-hmm. and order mm-hmm. them. So we have The Outer Wilds, Echoes of the Eye, and also the original game, uh, Halo Infinite, Pyre, Contradiction, Valorant, and Inscription. Yeah. Okay, so can we just put Outer Wilds like... As game of the year. I think it's time, you guys. We can decide on the rest McClue, of them. what else would you put there? You keep going mm, at us when we say Outer Wilds wins, but like, what is your solution to that problem? I feel like part of it is that you were saying this three weeks ago. I always said this the day three we played Outer ago. Wilds. Right, 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 right. my notes yeah. from Outer Wilds saying exactly. this is game of the year. Yeah, no, and, and, and I, I think I think that McCoy just has like is is has an aversion to that. Mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of be contradictory, you know contradiction yeah but no no it, it, the thing is i i don't actually disagree with that it's rather just the um you the certainty with which you say it is beyond yourself and beyond it's like i'm with you and you mm-hmm. are you but there are more people here Raphael's with me that's why i'm saying it yeah what about yeah. zoe yeah, remember, well, so, remember she fucking hated that game yeah i do remember that <laughs> I, I did do remember that. Hate the game. oh my goodness <laughs> I did my best with what I had at the time, okay? Oh. It was 84 years ago. Yeah, it's okay to cry if you need to. <laughs> no. I mean, Outer Wilds, I, I think... He, here's where I'll, I'll land with Outer Wilds. I, I do think it needs to be game of the year. And I think I've been preparing myself for that for a while. Yeah. And I admit, upon the first base game, given the experience that I had, I gave it one thumb up um, because of the experience I had. I was feeling very FOMO-ish that I didn't have the experience that a lot of people had playing Outer Wilds, and I felt like I missed out. Redemption arc with Echoes of the Eye, because then I was able to get that experience. But 
Like, I do admit, after Outer Wilds and everyone's like, this is game of the year, and I'm thinking in my head, fuck, like, I'm going to yeah. have to, like, sit there and just kind of grin and bear it and be like, yep, game of the year. Like, I'm happy over this smile. Um, but as time went on, like, it's it's evolved. It's kind of aged like a fine wine for me. Mm. Um, and in fact, like, I will also add, this is a game that I fucking enjoy watching new people play. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, Jorbs, actually, streamer. I was going to say friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, Jorbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck he'll it. become one. Exactly. But like, yeah. I, I was he's watching like, He's giving you like a cease and desist. Do not mention my brand name <laughs> with your garbage fucking podcast. All right, fair. But uh, I, he played Outer Wilds for the first time back in October, I think. Sure, um, and I have to say, like, watching him play, like, that was the first stream that I actually went back in the VODs and this this motherfucker streams like 12 hours straight, like constantly. Yeah. yeah. And I just watched his stream, like beginning to end, watching him discover all this stuff. And it was a fucking delight. Yeah. Watching mm. him make the connections. And I can only imagine like that's what Raphael feels yeah. when he watches James play. Well, no, like because Raphael did like, you know, he had to help James through the fishies. Right, don't, exactly. don't yeah, that's true. Fishy, that's but, true. I needed I needed a safety don't touch a blanket. Mm-hmm. Right, Don't touch but it. like, yeah. there, there is like some very beautiful thing about watching somebody else play and make these connections. And we've talked again about the, um, you know, the community surrounding this game, and it is, it is freaking insane that you know Jorbs is trying to do a blind playthrough, and half of the time you get you know motherfuckers in the chat being like, "Well, why don't you just go to the interloper, like do yeah. this, mm-hmm. and like you have to do it when it's near the sun," but like. Everybody in that chat was so respectful of just being like, do not spoil this for Jorbs, like, yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was it was a delight. And it's become, like, a thing of mine to, like, now I just find, like, the smallest streamers ever. But if they're playing Outer Wilds for the first time, no matter if the chat is, you know, 2,000 people or, like, 20 people, I'm, like, in that chat. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I want to see this person discover the game for the first time. Yeah. So what um, you're saying is that I think it's, like... Uh, like Twitch or whatever is has recently tried to, or maybe successfully renamed like the concept of like blind playthrough. You guys remember mm-hmm. hearing about this? Um, but what you're saying is, <laughs> you like watching virgins play this game. Is that what you're saying? It's yeah. it's the innocence of it. It's the it's the they've never seen it before. I crazy. like to go for the outer wilds virgins. Of thank the world. you. That's yes. what I. That's thank <laughs> you. Thank you. God, if you hadn't rolled with that, I would have been in trouble. Um. (laughs) (laughs) But like I said, like, there's just something very beautiful about it. And like, I don't know, it's the aha moments. And then like, especially with the echoes of the IDLC, like my favorite parts were watching like the first time someone goes into the virtual reality world and like douses the lights for the first time. Like, you know, it's always so fun to watch people react to that. And like, I think Echoes of the Eye, and I say it's just more special to me because then I had more of those aha moments like the game intends. And so then watching other people kind of react the same way I did was also just very special. Yeah. Um, so I, I honestly think Outer Wilds deserves Game yeah, of man. the Year for this. Like, I no. think I would honestly say there's no argument. Um, I can't, I, I look at all these games, these are all heavy hitting games. But I honestly think something can't outshine like the experience that the Outer Wilds gives to players, um, and it's really something special. Yeah, and yeah. and I think as we've talked about this before about that game, but was it Annapurna? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever the publisher was, there's this you know story around it where the the developer had the main developer had won a bunch of student project 
related awards around it and it continually just everyone who was in the like you know hardcore like you know indie game space was like this is amazing you know and he was like yeah it's amazing it's true but you know i i i kind of want to just like put it out and and the publisher coming to him and say like if i have one addition to this game it's telling you make this shit for real that's the only way i want to change your vision is i want to make it real and i just the fa- that is just that's everything you could ever want out of a publisher that's that's the the most beautiful positive story ever that would come out i mean we could list we could rattle off like hundreds of stories from publishers and man they're scapegoated for all sorts of shit but just the fact that this game got to be made to its 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 fullest it it is it is it is what perfect it is what it needs to be it is exactly what it needs to be and like I mean, you know, it's funny because, like, I played this game, for instance, on, like, a big 4K TV, and it's not like it's a beautiful visual game from, like, a technical standpoint, but it almost, like, kind of is, though, because the art style shines way through the higher resolution you put in. It's just it's just making sure that they, they added those those bells and whistles on top of this beautiful idea just means I, I, I cannot fucking wait to play this game again eventually later. Like, I will. I know I won't have the same experience, but the mystery and and uh, you know it might it's just incredible it's just incredible just moving about the world is also just Mm -hmm. fantastical in itself like fuck we didn't even mention how like small like like and homey all the fucking planets are right i mean that shit's so dope god damn you guys can we talk about how annapurna also published the unfinished swan and journey Mm -hmm. two games that like yeah we cut them but like they're fucking amazing yeah I think Annapurna has honestly almost won like every game of the year that we've done. Yeah, yeah didn't they publish yeah. Edith Finch? Dude, they did. They did. So, so yeah. I have a friend who works at Annapurna, but not the games division. He works at the film division, and he okay. was like, "Yeah, this fucking games division is just murdering. Like, no one yeah. even knows who I am anymore." And he's like, well, yeah. "We started this shit. Like, the fuck is happening?" Yeah, um, he should jump on the games division. And then I was like giving him, I was like literally listing him games that he should play from the other division, and he was like, "All right, fuck it. I guess well, I guess I'll do that." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, the, who knows where they'll go. And, and not everything will always stay the same, but at the moment, they are the champion of this sort of indie quality game that is, is literally just, I mean, I would say it's just mopping the floor with AAA. And I think actually one of their really interesting focuses as a publisher is focusing on nonviolent games, mm. um, which, I mean, you talk to a lot of gamers and they'll be like, a game that doesn't even have any combat? Like, what? Mm-hmm. And they're, I mean irony of these words but they're killing it yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're murderers yeah, straight murderers they're walking yeah. with no violence and just capping other games with violence that's right like, yeah, 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 yeah yep yep understand understood so yeah okay no i think fine by me mm-hmm. i just wanted to make sure we got this discussion out i think we did yeah it's a masterpiece mm-hmm. it's a masterpiece yeah so then can i propose something for number two yes yes i think that this one will start being debatable yeah my number two spire I okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay I, I i'm right there with you yeah I, uh, I would actually agree with that i went into this wanting to give pyre it's due it's due is here and now uh-huh. <laughs> like, this is also why i was upset when like you know i was didn't have the enjoyable experience of outer wilds and we played pyre and i'm like oh but pyre man but you know what yeah if it can't get first to a really fucking good game mm-hmm. yeah. i would love it to get second because that game is just an absolute gem yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. Who wants to shit on me? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Clip oh, it. Clip it. Oh, for later. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, steady. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting though. I'm down potentially, but you know, like I'm I I don't see anything on here that I think would beat it. Okay, that's like the I'll other way some. that I look at it. I'll list some. Okay, yeah. I think you know, in my head, in a weird way, I think contradiction could beat this. That sounds really strange, but I say that because I'm not sure if contradiction necessarily is a better game than Pyre, but rather that. The collective experience for us as Tyranny of Thumbs with Contradiction was just flawless. Mm. Flawless. And so in this weird way, when it's like when you think of it as not just game of the year, but rather our game of the year, I think Contradiction has a really strong case for it. And I think that same sort of similar concepts may be true for Valorant as well. Like you guys made the case that it's more of a collective thing and it's about us all getting into the same thing together um, in a more long-term way. And I, I, I think that's kind of what Valorant seems to represent on this list. And that's also very, very strong. So I'm not saying that it has to be better than Pyre, but I am saying like really heavy hitters for those reasons. And I think they could contend for those higher spots. Um, and I, I would say like, do we disagree with Halo Infinite 5? <laughs> like, I mean, like... I, let's leave five for five. Um, let's go to three. I, okay. I Like, I think that Pyre wins too. Like it, mm-hmm. I, I think, think it deserves Yeah, I think it. that Pyre is a better game. And I think, like, I hear your case that, like, it's also our game of the year, but, like, Pyre is a, it's just, a, it's a better game. I think it's a really fantastic game, and I just, yeah, I don't see either of those other two yeah. coming close to it, really, on that list. And to add on to that, like, and, and sort of to what Zoe was saying as well, in terms of giving Pyre its due, I think this is this shouldn't be the end-all, be-all logic, but should we give Pyre, let's say we give it five. I, I don't know why we would, right? That doesn't seem like where we're going to shake up. But let's say we give it five. Then that just puts that game right where everyone else wants it to be in their in their understanding of the game without playing it. Yeah, they thought it was good, but maybe they're just like they really liked it or whatever. But it wasn't like that good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what five represents on this list, which is super fucked to think of it that way. But I'm telling you, if I saw five on a game of the year and it was and I was looking through it, I'm like, Outer Wilds, God, I gotta fucking play that. And Contradiction, wow, that's amazing. Halo Infinite, this is awesome. Like Pyre's on there. Okay, they liked Pyre. Like I feel like you could get into that mindset mm-hmm. you know where if it's a little yeah. further down but if it's number two it's like shut the fuck up asshole you can't avoid yeah. it it's right here yeah you know i mean for me like when i was thinking about what would take the top spot the only things i considered were the outer wilds and pyre mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's well, interesting yeah. too because as we were coming into this game of the year i was like trying to like recall like my feelings playing the game but the fucking soundtrack, like Elena was playing it as she was yeah. cooking in the kitchen and it was mm-hmm. just kind of like this wave over me of just like oh, I remember this now. Like, I remember the feelings. And as we were talking about it, you know, yesterday and all of these categories that it was in and our thoughts and feelings about the characters and the gameplay and just the overall story, it's like all these feelings are kind of rushing back to me and it kind of gets me to want to play it again. Yeah. Just to just to re-experience mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Because I, I honestly think that game is just, really super special i thought that super giant games uh, staff were up their own asses when they said it was their favorite game that right. their studios ever made i was like oh of course they like this hipster bullshit they want to be like <laughs> right. and it's like but no i get it now right. like i play right. it and i'm just like wow they put so much heart and soul into this and then the gaming community just kind of let it fizzle well and, and their marketing yeah. team choked yeah the marketing well team. but it was hard as fuck because even the gaming community wasn't able to do it either like no yeah. one could market this thing. yeah I also wanted to point out it has a really interesting contrast to the Outer Wilds where it's like Pyre almost, it's not like the classic replayability, but it kind of grows on you and it's something you can definitely circle back to and still get a lot of the value out of. Um, 
Whereas the Outer Wilds, it's like all of the magic is in the first discovery. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like reading a great book a second time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that Pirate is also just such a math. We talked about it some with like with the narrative category, but it's such a masterful storytelling experience. And it's so well done with its characters, which I think so many video games struggle and fall short there. Um, but those characters are so well written in the story overall is so just, yeah, it's just a lovely whole package. Yeah. I think it deserves a second spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's fine by me. So then I think we're starting to get hard here. Um, excuse me. Don't, don't clip that. Don't clip that. Um, clip it. He's clip choking. it. Steady. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, to me, there's this weird feeling around contradiction where I think it's really strong on this list for some reason for me, just because mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know, something about our collective experience about it, something about subverting expectations. Like, look, I love all the games on this list. We know that shit, but just contradiction. I, I feel like if you can sit there and say, and I can, that, you know, Pyre was under my radar, contradiction, it's like, it didn't even exist to me. Mm-hmm. It, was in it was like an universe. anti-ping on your radar. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't even know how to describe yeah 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 i was like i didn't even know the term fmv but i was like that kind of game seems kind of janky yeah or bad i think they they often are janky kind of janky yeah like i mean i think about like the only other fmv games i've ever played were way back in the day when we played something like mist which has like not even really fmv but it has like live record i don't even call that part of it like it has video of real people in it and like those games are janky and that that it has a feel but yeah contradiction is just bizarre and super unique and way, way came out over our expectations. Like, I almost didn't play that game with you guys because as a guest, I get to choose what I play. And I'm notorious for being like, that doesn't sound great. I'm not going to be there for that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I almost didn't play Contradiction because I was like, ah, it sounds like super weird. I don't know if I have enough time right now. Um, Once again, yeah, just try it. That's what always, always comes out yeah. for me. It's just like, oh, then just sit down and see what happens. And she'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll leave later if I have to. And I'm like, you will not. <laughs> yeah, it was, but, but like, we, you know, we didn't know what that was going to be. And it ended up being amazing. And while janky, it like walked that really um, lovely line between janky and we can make fun of it. And also like genuinely engaging and good and a mm-hmm. well, pretty well-written mystery overall. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's a good game. Yeah, I yeah. would give that third. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay I mean, I I completely agree with all the sentiments as well. And you know, we we talked about how sad it is that like it doesn't seem like another one of these games is going to be made at least by the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, right. But but it, it, I'm just telling you, no one else can do that. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but it's just like <clears throat> it's just the consistency of the vision, man. It's yeah, yeah. It it's just like EA can't fucking do this. No. I don't care how many bodies they throw at this. Big or small studio, it doesn't fucking matter. They can't do this. Yeah. 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 So I yeah. Yeah. So what comes next? Yeah, I'll yeah. Well, and it at some point we could start talking about like what doesn't make the list, right? Because four right. and five you could go in between them, but we now have three games, Halo Infinite, Valorant, and Inscription, and someone doesn't get to play at this they, someone doesn't get invited i think inscription gets the fucked in the ass award <laughs> for for barely making it or some shit like I, I don't know like right like don't you think this just sits as valorant halo infinite that's where i was yeah, that's, I was what I, yeah. that's where i would go to yeah yeah and i feel like okay 
I don't want to call you out, McCoy, but right, I do, do want to point something out, which yeah, is just that. Do it. You keep mentioning that inscription is getting fucked in the ass and it's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to say. But no, like, that. like inscription was a game that you and I found. No it was amazing. We were super excited about it. The first half of it is incredible, but I think the reason it continues to get shafted is because the second half for you in particular, like you are probably the loudest criticismer thank you critic of critiquer of inscription like you loved the first half and you hated the second half which is more extreme than anybody else did like Raphael and james and i think even zoe like enjoyed large parts of the second half but i think that inscription like it fucked itself in the ass (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) i think see a diagram of what this uh, and on that note, Elena Small walks in the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And- no, I just think that they, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I agree. If that game had only been the first half, I don't think there's any way it wouldn't be on this list. But because of the other things that they chose to add to that game with like the found footage, which gets kind of questionable at the end, mm-hmm. and the other parts, you know, the other parts, chapters, I don't remember what we called them, like the other acts, uh, acts. acts of mm-hmm. that game that just don't quite hit as hard as the first part it kind of just qualifies itself. And so I think, although I, you can still give it your personal award, I was most shafted, and we can all agree with that, it, I just think that it did it to itself. Yeah. It's not that we're shafting it. It shafted itself. <laughs> I, you know, okay. Yeah. 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 I um, love the first half of the game. Like, like, I don't want to be the one who like fully trashes it either. I really love the first half of the game, but... That found footage stuff, it's got to, they got to get that, that together. Um, I guess I'm approaching it from the perspective of I'm looking at the other two that it's up against, Halo Infinite and Valorant, and I cannot see a world where both Halo and Valorant don't make it to a top five hmm. just with the experience this year. It feels yeah. so weird to put just one of those two. Right. Yeah. It there. feels weird to like, I, I don't want to do this whole trade off of like, well, which one's better, Halo or Valorant? And it's like, no, you can't, no. But we're I, about to have to do it so we can live yeah. a little Well, yeah. So, yeah. so we, yeah. Yeah. we yeah. will have Valorant's to do that, better. but like, it's not a top five versus not top five right. sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I personally liked Inscription all the way through. I think I gave it a two thumbs up and it's a very strong two thumbs up. It's sure. not with any caveats. Sure. Um, I think the first half of that game fucking murders. It does. Um, yeah. It does. And like I said, written notes. If you know, if there was a you know best atmospheric game award this year, Inscription would be yeah. number one yeah. on it because of just the overall package of the atmosphere. Should we just make that? I mean, guys, we've been talking about it at all yeah, I wrote awards. It what notes. if we just made it now? I think, Why wait till next year? Why no, not make it No, because we have to do a whole other category and uh, it disrupts no, the Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Flow. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But no, I hear you. But I mean, I totally it should you. win Best Atmosphere, like, yeah, hands it down. it should, it should. I think. Um, yeah. And so I, I think, you know, we like McCoy was mentioning with, like, you know, the difference of putting Pyre second or fifth, like, when it comes to these lists, you kind of worry about what that sort of like uh message that sends yeah, if you know suggests, inscription yeah. gets booted off of this list mm-hmm. and i think like very strongly it's like this does not mean that inscription like doesn't deserve to be like considered or played like it is a very good game if you like games like slay the spire or any sort of like strategy card game you're gonna fucking love this game even if you don't like it give it a shot because yeah. you might honestly like the atmosphere that the game exudes yeah totally um 
I there's just a lot of WTFness that this game has that usually I'm not a fan of with games. Like I said, I I hated Pony Island, even though I think I gave it a one thumb up, which shoot, well that's <laughs> right, uh, I feel the same way. shame on me. But like, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought Pony Island was just like too trying too hard, and Inscription was just that perfect. At least the first half of it was that perfect balance of like eeriness and i don't i have no idea what's about to happen i don't know what i need to do yeah um and it needs to be lauded but halo and valorant need to be above it i think yeah you Mm. know what's weird about halo and valorant i'll say for this list is that like it feels like we kind of have like almost like this like delineation between like the podcast and podcast games and then like valorant and halo infinite like these multiplayer games because we play multiplayer games for the podcast all over the place Mm -hmm. but it's like valorant's like always kind of been there just on the side of like yeah we all love it in our own way and we've loved it more this year and that's totally awesome but it's also like you know you sit there and you're just like but that's valorant it's over there yeah you know this is the podcast it's over here this is where we play the artsy games right yeah and so it always feels weird because like in some ways i could see a great case for valorant and halo infinite being higher on this list but i don't think we need to undo anything because i think what's happening here is we're putting podcast games first it feels like and that's okay that's totally okay um yeah but but and i I would like to say we can talk about valorant i've heard you complain about enough valorant balance issues and quality i think that i think we get into halo also has some (laughs) um large and glaring problems right now that i think would i don't think you could say it's like game of the year despite the fact that i I love it you know the fact that you can't ever queue with more than like four people at a time is that the fact that they suggest that you play less people with the large people team game yeah. mode yeah it's a little embarrassing it's yeah. not great no no it's true it's true it's true so i actually feel really confident saying valorant halo infinite here as four or five because i think it it says like these games were not only like our they're not even side games they're like our our other genre games our other world games like the other side of our beings are playing these games also Mm -hmm. but they were so stellar this year and they brought us the podcast crew together that's right Mm -hmm. that they got to be here yes i just it's everything you want from them so i'm i think right on board with that yeah i agree with putting valorant above halo um and i think that has to do with uh just my overall preference for like not risk reward but like the i feel more rewarded in valorant than i do with halo halo is just fun to play with the boys and elena (laughs) Um, (laughs) and like i don't know it's it's really super fun that i get to just hop in and even though like i'm bottom fragging the entire time it doesn't fucking matter because like yeah that game it's almost like everyone's on a similar playing field and yeah. like even so i wasn't last every single game we were playing like call of duty zombies i was at the bottom of that fucking scoreboard every, every single, single time yes yeah, and it didn't even feel good <laughs> i would shoot zombies and then i get downed and then i would have to wait for my buddies to revive me and then i would go out again and die and then i would have to wait to get revived and finally i'm just like you know what maybe i'll just go out on my own get downed so they can't save me anymore just put yourself out of your misery <laughs> right exactly let me go get a beer <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah halo well, was definitely like wow like i'm definitely like of this friend group i am probably like in the lowest like you know tier of ability but you know what i'm having fucking fun and people enjoy my presence here and like i don't feel like a fucking burden yeah you know Mm. yeah that says something and what's really interesting is that 
that is the perfect environment for you to learn and to grow as a player. That's the perfect one. And that's, by the way, the environments that were created for many of us years ago playing these types of game. And that's why we come in, you know, like, for instance, like, you know, Gabe, when he plays Halo, he just, he looks like he speaks the language of the game. Like, it's just elegant. And you're like, where did that come from? He must be naturally gifted. It's like, I, I think so. I, um, however, he's also just had an incredible amount of time playing with an incredibly diverse amount of friends over many years in different, all different iterations of these games where he just gets to like fuck around, have fun, be at the top, be in the bottom, do anything, succeed, fail, all these sorts of things. That's a perfect learning opportunity. What's really, really interesting though, and I'll say watch this for yourself and watch this for yourself too, Elena, um, is that now that you guys are getting better, now is when you get to understand more of what people were talking about for these some of these other games that have missed you along the way. For Think of the games like Risk of Rain, for example, which the second you die, Zoe, instantly it punishes you and then it gives you less gear and then all of a sudden you're really far behind. And even if you figured it out and learned and got it together and you had perfect aim from then on in, you still wouldn't have enough DPS to actually be relevant. So it snowballs yeah. against you. These sorts of games, you might sit there and go, I think this game kind of sucks. But I actually think, you know, in the next year coming up, if you were to play these types of games, you with the with what Halo and Valorant have given you in terms of opportunities to brandish, or brand, uh, I guess... Practice. Practice, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like increase your skills, you will start to be able to find footing enough to enjoy these other games. And I think it's like, it was like starting a lawnmower. It's like, let's try Risk of Rain. Okay, it didn't start. Um, <laughs> let's try this game. Okay, it didn't start. But the thing is, I've heard some engines yeah. from you guys when it comes to these games and that means the world is your fucking oyster moving forward it's so exciting so i would say don't take for granted even your own experiences with some of these previous games because you might actually love risk of rain who the fuck knows um maybe not maybe not maybe not that one there's a, i mean there's 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 a lot to love there if that's your jam but like also like every single thing that you guys said about that game on the podcast when we talked about it was like totally fair yeah it's one of those yeah. you're not wrong scenarios yeah, 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 yeah right yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's just but just Halo Infinite is more so than Valorant even a playground where you can really, really, really just practice, learn and vibe and chill. Yeah. And that is the perfect environment to get better. You won't yeah. even have to try. It'll just happen. Yeah. And that's what you need. It's just a bunch of nights. Everyone's playing Halo, chilling, whatever. Nice. I'll see you tomorrow. And all of a sudden you're better. It just happens. All of a sudden you have a, a reasonable footing. All of a sudden your eyes are parsing how to figure out targets and when their movement patterns are and how to move your crosshair to get in front of them to trace them like all these things are just happening naturally you're training in your body so it's just it's just so exciting that we could finally find a home for that chill practice zone that we've all had the benefit of of, of using in our life yeah um to get to where we are so right. nice and I think I just also wanted to like mention, so it made it sound like I was really talking up Halo Infinite with that experience. And then it makes it seem like, well, why isn't that over Valorant? Valorant, I think, needs to be above Halo just because I do, well, personally, and I guess this is what we all need to duke mm -hmm. out, but I personally like the self-improvement value a lot more in Valorant than like Halo Infinite can ever give me. Yeah. I leave Halo Infinite after a session and I'm just kind of, I kind of like forget about it. Like... I, I think, like, yeah, that was a cool clutch with the hammer when I, like, mm -hmm. you know, dropped it onto that truck there. Mm -hmm. But, like, Valorant is, like, that perfect kind of, like, I just want to be the best I can be and, like, trying to self-improve. And, like, yes, you play with teammates and oftentimes, 
I think even more so than Halo, I feel like a burden to my team in Valorant a lot more than I'm probably doing. It's definitely more pronounced in Halo. It's It's definitely more pronounced. Yeah. But like at the same time, like when you make a clutch, like that feels fucking good. Yeah. As McCoy says, it doesn't jack me like Valorant. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, there is some sort of truth to that where it's just like that, that feeling of like, wow, like that was a good play. I like, I still think about like the fact we haven't played a five stack for like a couple months at this point, but I still think about a play that I made on Breeze as a brimstone. Yeah. So like, I I, like, it it was a two V one. I was by myself and I like shot a Molly through an Astra alt and like got the Astra and then shot the other guy in the clutch. I've been thinking about that moment for like months being like, that's where I peaked. (laughs) No, and that's where you peaked. At that point, like yeah. you're gonna, yeah. Well, but, yeah, that's the thing. That's like the beauty yeah, of it, yeah, though, is like yeah. knowing, like, I could have more moments like that if I continue to work that way. Oh, um, you absolutely could. And it's it's one of those things where you have to. It's like learning anything else. It's like you have to accept that that was a legitimate peak of of so many beautiful factors coming together. And then you just have to recognize that you may not be right there immediately, but as you continually grow, you will surpass that in time. You just have to have confidence that it may not be as flashy as that. Um, Also, I will say, hey, because especially because we had a VCT uh, podcast here, esports scene on top of Valorant as well. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome to watch, I think. Absolutely. Shout out Ascend. I don't want to fight this. I, I think that Valorant also belongs ahead of halo in part just because two of like the um amount of time and love that like mccoy and Raphael and james have put it like that you guys i mean zoe and i have played some of that game we've, we've had amazing experiences with, like you guys have put in some hours this year that's right in development but i do want to give halo like a special shout out of just like uh, halo might be my spirit animal you guys like i, <laughs> yeah. I and that is i mean so unexpected to me as like mm. someone who didn't play games at Dope Bastion and like plays all the artsy stuff and is like I love story games and then you put me in Halo Infinite and I'm like let's fucking go let's just go like the the the, <laughs> yeah. roll, the run it back and roll out mentality of Halo where it's just constant action yeah. and you just like you respawn you roll out and you're just like okay let's go get it. like ah, it is so much fun and it's so much fun in a way that like I almost feel dumb explaining because everybody who played video games in high school like understands this 100%, but you're just there with like a bunch of random, like your bunch of your friends are there, everyone's having a good time. It's like very light and casual, but yet like super, it's not hardcore, but like super intense at the same time. And you can manufacture, and like the opportunities that game gives for teamwork in tons of different ways and like the variety there. Like, that's a game that has really shocked me that I enjoy it um, and that it's as fun as it is. And I don't think it needs to go anywhere else that, other than just, like, I want to say, like, that. I mean, Halo's really good, you guys. It's really yeah. good. Hey, I wanted to point out that uh, the constant action aspect is a really interesting point because that was actually the thing that I think burned us the most about Call of Duty Zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the way that Halo actually does this way better is that it's not fully constant there are these tiny breaks like where you're like i don't know coming around a corner or something like you could take that slower you could you could run it you're not always in combat and when you die you're not uh such a burden to your team where you need to like wait and so i feel like call of duty zombies puts you in this position where it's like okay if i lapse my attention for one moment then everything really sucks whereas in halo it's like okay whatever like i got shot i'm back in (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, <coughs> the variety of what it is that you actually do after those pockets of, mm-hmm. of getting back in is so different. It's like, because the zombies, it's like, okay, I am using this hallway to like shoot everything if hopefully, or I'm, I'm on top of this, what, plane wing or some shit, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and you're just like shooting everything or doing your best. But then Halo's like, okay, I died. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to run into, you know, the scenario, but I caught a rocket launcher this time. So let's see if I can take down the Warthog. Like this time, it's like I'm trying to capture a point. Or this time, I'm trying to shoot down a mongoose pair that's running down in the back of our base trying to make a play. Or like this time, I'm just trying to see if I can get to my teammates who are in a Warthog. And like this time, I'm trying to use a BR. This time, I'm Elena's got a sniper rifle and she's just headshotting people. Yes, like, I am. Thank you. The Aki uh, method. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Um, but no, the thing is, it's really really varied and yet it's really well balanced in all its variety like it feels mm-hmm. like everyone is doing everything they can in all of these different avenues to contribute and it just feels like it hits fits together in such a loved thought through way and what's really amazing is how much of that was there straight from halo one yeah so much absolutely yeah yeah um and i i mean you mentioned variety like that's a huge thing like each gun battle in zombies is like there's 30 zombies and you have one weapon that does damage to them and so you just like do your best to keep shooting the heads that are in a straight line um and like halo like each new fight is different in some way um and like the terrain is different the like the person that you're fighting is different the weapon that you have or the weapon that they have is different. Whether and or not they have cat ears. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, really sad that I missed that sale, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Another reason to be mad at the holidays. And that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. I was on, uh, I was at my mom's house and I could not buy it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just like the, the sheer variety of just like things that you do in the game. It's not just like run in a circle and shoot like zombies that are slowly chasing you you know mm-hmm. so yeah like like, yeah. like for instance like and there's also the different modes have such like because you know people talk about like okay like there's different modes and they matter or whatever and in some games it's like a competitive mode is the only one or whatever but but like they actually change all of the dynamics just in some slight way mm-hmm. like for instance like if you think about the mongoose and capture the flag like it has very particular uses like it might be for you know if they get the flag out of the opponent's base but then they die along the way a mongoose could help with someone pick it up you know pick it up along the way or like pick yeah. up just a stranded person running with it or maybe you could do a really stealthy fast like very vulnerable grab of the flag but then this, the mongoose in slayer like has none of those values so like what is the value of the mongoose in, in slayer is it to go steal their warthog if it's about to spawn is it to go steal their weapon spawns or is it do what elena and i were doing where we just jump on and then we just jump out and gank people <laughs> so it's like it's it entirely redefines the value of that and a lot of the weapons and vehicles and stuff have a redefinition depending on the game mode and yeah. that's just such a cool thing right and, and like like for instance the warthog driving like i'm really good at driving and capture the flag because i know how to not crash as best i can sometimes i crash Sometimes I blow mm-hmm. up, sometimes I get caught for sure. But I'm trying really hard to not redline, but rather strategically drive and break away when I can break away. But then I really struggle at Slayer driving in the Warthog because I go in too deep and I, I try to take fights that you shouldn't take. And it's just like, that is all about how the game mode interplays with this incredibly complex and intricate multiplayer system. So it's just learning all of those instances and 
no one can teach you all of those things when you're new to the game. You just have to learn over time, but you do learn over time and you do learn how you can impact these different things over time. And it's just a joyous thing. Like I remember watching people learning about, like I remember watching you, like I'm pointing at Zoe, like learning how to like melee people in the middle of a fight, which is something that doesn't make any sense in Valorant and would never even be used at all. And it has this little lunge. It's, I remember seeing like multiple melees in a kill feed of just like in the middle of like a giant point of like a bunch of people fighting. It's just like, just like in the air too just like flying at people you know and like like elena finding her role as like the flag carrier like in a in a capture the flag run and just being really confident well maybe but it's very uh high risk um it's just it's just really really interesting and what i've loved about it is that we've all kind of found grooves like obviously Raphael found the turret groove like really 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 early and is one of the best ever at it and gabe driving and him and turret is just like out of control um, but people are just finding their different, unique sort of play styles. And uh, like, for instance, we were playing with, um, I think it was Lee in in the boys. Um, I really don't know. But, but he was, I kept being like, hey, man, do you want to run like a flag cap with me? And he'd be like, nah, man, I got like a sniper and I've got like a hammer or whatever. I'll just play defense. And I realized he was very, very comfortable at holding defense. And this guy was just shutting down pushes just over and over and over. But he needed us to be running flag caps in order to, to make his style valid. Yeah. And I just thought it's like this is it's so cool to watch people slot into roles. Yeah. 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 Organically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did we do it, you guys? I think, I think we, we did it. Done it. Wow. Should we announce? I think announce? we did it. <sighs> yeah. So okay. any last issues people need to raise? Anyone feeling hurt? Okay. I think we did it, bro. Official. Tot. Game of the year. No, not no. say Tot. Official TOT. Game of the year. <laughs> Number you. one. <laughs> the Outer Wilds and the Outer Wilds Echoes of the Eye DLC. Number two, Pyre. Number three, Contradiction. Number four, Valorant. And number five, Halo Infinite. Ooh. All right. It's a good list, you guys. It's it a great It feels list. very us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? Yeah. It's very much our year. Hmm. Dude, honorable mention to inscription. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, honorable mention. Then a real small print at the end. Yeah, yeah just yeah. put put a number one shafted category for next year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. We did it though. What a great 2021. Mm. Some heavy hitters. Who knows yeah. what 2022 will bring? That's right. We'll ask you about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> but, As if we would ever actually care what anybody else had to say. Um, that's right. That's right. right. Um, no, it was such a do. it was such a fucking privilege to be able to be here with you guys in person mm. recording this mm. it's always yeah. such a joy especially mm. since we uh, can't do this all the time that's right yeah 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 we'll start the tot commune next year <laughs> coming soon if you have recommendations for where that commune should exist um <laughs> and what laws we should skirt yeah yeah uh, <laughs> why do we have to submit that? them at gmail.com yeah i don't i don't know and i don't want it to know hey listen guess what we gotta end this thing. Yeah. It's done. It's done. Come on. All right. Let's be done. Let's hit the stop okay. button. Oh. All right. Not bad. of thumb